This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like rebel fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Black Friday, November 23rd, Ked and Hal live from Ked's Cottage. Uh, how him and I are uh, post up on the old couch right now. What's up, buds? Is it a cottage? It's a cottage, bro. Not much, man. How are you? Oh, Jesus. So, like, <laughs> electric intro. Uh, we spent the day boozing downtown, so I think this is kind of like the, uh, I mean, what we have left in the tank, I'd say. Uh, tomorrow we're playing in a charity game at Glens Falls, and Sunday you'll probably be heading home, so... This is like the only time we get to do it. Uh, there's still some hockey being played right now. We're watching the San Jose Vancouver game, but we'll hop into it. NHL the news stuff. Uh, I don't know what else do we do. NHL in the news. Lethargic. Lee Stepniak's heroes and zeros. Twitter questions. Patty B hotline. Three stars. All of that. Before we get into it, if you're listening to this podcast, do me a favor and give us a review on iTunes and or uh, Facebook. Likes on Facebook, likes on Instagram. We need to start getting some reviews in here, people. I know you guys are listening. Come on, let us know how we're doing. So, shout out to them. What do you have on that? For the fans at home, I have a... Uh, so loud. I'm trying to rally right now, the rapper. So, I've got a four-hour-old Stewart's gas station cheeseburger. I was in a backpack for a couple hours. We're going to let it rip. Hell yeah, bud. Damn. No gross. condiments, so... <laughs> we're going to get going. All right, all right. So, we're going to hop into it. I show the news. Let's go. All right, NHL in the news is how it's chopping on this burger next to me. Uh, first thing I'm going to say is uh, Carter Hunt's halfway there. He, uh, he has 10 wins on the year. He needs 20. Uh, we I think we had like a, what, $25 bet on or some shit like that. Uh, are you getting nervous? Because we're not even through November yet. No, I'm not nervous, but I feel like every time we talk about this, you're just going to keep adding five bucks on to however much that bet was. How much was it? Dude? I have no idea. We'd have to re- rewind the tapes. But it's probably 50 bucks. No, I don't know. Tough. It was a tough bet by me, but like I've said all along, I'm not out till I'm out. Linus Olmark's had a good season. Car Hutton gets a couple quick losses, loses the job. It could happen. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the Buffalo Sabres did like what they're thankful for, and I think like... Rasmus Dahlin or somebody said that they were thankful for Carter Hyam. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, it's Bogosian. Bogosian said he was thankful for Carter Hyam. Well, if Bogosian's thankful, dude, then I mean, I mean, is that Messina or Ogdensburg, New York? It's Messina, the mall, the mall rink. Yeah, 
Shout out Zach Bogosian. All right, so Carter Hutton, I uh, appreciate what you're doing. So first thing, NHL news. We're starting with a league that's not even the NHL. The Swedish Hockey League, the SHL, uh, the regulation rule to change. The bottom two SHL teams will play a best-of-seven game with the loser being uh, relegated to a different league. And the, the other league will play a playoff tournament where the, where the winner gets promoted to the SHL. This is this is something right out of soccer, right? Isn't this, uh, what is that, the English Premier League? Don't they do that? Yeah, I mean, definitely a soccer move. Definitely Europe. I mean, it is Sweden, so what do you expect? But at the same time, I feel like the country is Sweden. They're hockey innovators. Yeah. Um, I know it would never happen because owners would literally lose their shit. But I could get behind that 110%. Because at the end of the day, if you want to tank, that's fine. But the next year, you're going to be in the fucking AHL. Yeah. And you will have you will have that player, but you're going to have to win your way out. Um, I think NHL teams would win their way out pretty quickly. And I also don't know how that would work. Would your AHL team have to go to the ECHL? And then your ECHL team Something would be in like, like the South Coast League? Like... It just, uh, I don't think it'll ever happen, but it'd be funny to think about. I think it's pretty fucking cool, dude. Like, obviously, I'd watch the Stanley Cup Finals and see, I mean, who wins that. But, like, can you imagine a best-of-seven series between, like, fucking, I don't know, who's brutal this year? Like, the Red Wings and, I don't, I don't even know who else is brutal, because all the brutal teams are actually playing pretty good. Yeah, but who like, are they going to, like, who's going to be, my question for you, is that mean, like, the, if the Lake Erie Monsters win the well, how about NHL? This? How about this? We have an expansion team coming up, right? How about whoever uh, wins, they stay. Whoever loses gets out for the year, and the expansion team comes in. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I, That'd be think, fucking crazy, man. Whatever. All the money tied up in those players, too. Would it ever happen, though? No, it'll never happen, but I would be pumped to watch that series. That yep. best of seven series would be sick. I could get behind that. Like, obviously winning the Cup's huge, but, like, I mean... Okay, what's more important, winning the cup or staying in the fucking league? Well, I mean, you stay in the league to win the cup, so it's kind of a trick question. Yeah, good call. That's why I did that. So, I thought that was uh, interesting. As of, uh, I don't know, <coughs> either right now or yesterday, at a PK of 91.9%, shout out Seth, the Arizona Coyotes are on pace to have the best penalty kill since the NHL started track, uh, tracking the stat. And also at a PK of 67.1%, the Ottawa Senators are on pace to have the worst penalty kill since the NHL began tracking the stat in 1977. I mean, we saw what the Senators said in the Uber. The Arizona Coyotes, they have Michael Grabner just fucking wheeling and kneeling out there. What did, what did you have on these two things? I thought they were both kind of interesting. The I'm, Senators thing's funny because that's exactly what those guys said. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're those guys, I think I think, think that takes take some weight off of your shoulders like, you're going from all these people saying you're saying, talking all this shit about your coaches, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, it's actually pretty accurate. I mean, that's pretty sad. If you, 67%, that's so many power play goals. Like, if they, <laughs> and you know, Borowetsky's taking like three penalties a game. So I just, I don't know. People say Ottawa's been playing pretty well, and I think they're above 500, but like, you can't do that with that type of PK. How about the PK nine, almost 92% for the Arizona Coyotes? That's pretty absurd. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like. I don't know what, like, the league average is. What do you think the league average is? Like, 85? Yeah, probably. 82, maybe? I mean, it's they're on pace to have the best penalty kill since the NHL started tracking. Yeah, I mean, that's I would say that's impressive. Who's their, like, who's their big PK guy? Derek Stepan, dude. Michael Grabner. Rangers. Kyle Chichura. Is that guy still there? <laughs> I don't know. Boyd Gordon. Boyd Gordon. Gordo, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so, shout out Seth. Love it. Coyote, or the Senators. Keep on keeping on. Uh, we got a trade alert. Can I get a trade alert sound? I don't have one. Okay. Trade alert. Uh, the Oilers traded Chris Weidman 
Oh, I don't know. They got Chris Weidman for the Ottawa Senators in exchange for a 2020 conditional six-round draft pick. This trade was announced on Thanksgiving, correct? I think so. So you're telling me the, the GM of the Senators couldn't wait an extra fucking day? Like, on wow. like a, a conditional six-round draft pick. It's not like he, he needed to pull the trigger fucking quick on M- that. Well, maybe the Oilers had a game the next night and they were down to D. You know? <sighs> I, I mean, to I me... Know, man. I think that's kind of gutless. I mean... And what were you telling me about Wyden? Wasn't he going somewhere? He was going to, like, Ben Bishop's house or something to have a Thanksgiving meal. Like, obviously it's rough, but at the end of the day, like, if you're Chris Weidman, you're the sixth defenseman on, like, the, one of the worst decors in the NHL with the Ottawa Senators. Like, they don't really owe you shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I know people might say it was probably, like, it has to do with that video. Like, I think he's just not that good. Well, Chris, Mine- Chris Weidman was the one in the video talking about how, like, the players get the puck and they just skate right through everybody like it's nothing. Yeah, which like, <laughs> is kind of funny because I I saw that and it kept saying Chris Weidman like walks through a Victor Hedman power play goal and I didn't click on it because I thought the Chris Weidman they were talking about was a UFC fighter. I didn't even know there was a hockey player named Chris Weidman. What dude? Why did you think? Why did you think that a UFC fighter would be playing against no Victor Hedman? No, 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 no. So it's like they took what Chris Weidman said in the Uber video and yeah. they put, used that as a background music of Victor Hedman just wheeling through the neutral zone. <laughs> so, like, I didn't know that... I it's, I don't know. I'm a fucking idiot, I guess. Oh, sorry, an idiot. Also, shout out to our boy Charlie. He said to maybe stop swearing so much. Okay. Yeah, because he, he said a lot of older guys, when they watch this, they're in the car with their kids. So, I'm going to try. Sorry about the F-bomb. I think so far we've been doing pretty decent, right? That's probably a fair observation. Yeah, he's. I, I don't know. He kind of gave me the, like, be a little bit more clever in what you're saying. So, I, I respect that. I think we're going to try it. However, if something gets brought up that I'm passionate about, earmuffs, kids. Um, are we done with that one? You want to move on to the next one? Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, Kenny Hitchcock to Edmonton. Edmonton Oilers fi- fired uh, McKellen. I just have something for you. Did you know the St. Louis Blues f- fired the top four winning coaches, Al Arbor, Ken Hitchcock, Joel Quenville, and uh, Scotty Bowman? Do you know that they fired every single one of those coaches and they're the four most winning coaches in the NHL? Yeah, but I mean it's the Blues, right? What's next? Does that mean Mike Yao is going to be like one of the best of all time? <laughs> I never understood how that guy in a job in the NHL. Just looking at him, I would be like, I don't know if I really trust this guy. Well, the real question is, do you think uh, Ken Hitchcock can become – the guy to leave Edmonton back to the playoffs. I don't know, man. Have you seen the pictures of Ken Hitchcock recently? Does he look good? He's lost a lot of weight. So he had a good vacation. Yep. Um, he kind of reminds me of that that Cleveland Browns was a defensive coordinator. The guy who, when he says hot, his, his belly jiggles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> although, although Ken Hitchcock lost a, a, a lot of weight, which, I mean, that's good for him and his health. But um, I don't know. I think they brought in a guy to be more defensive. What was that one thing that we just read? Like, they put a line together of Lucic, Cassian, and Kyle Brodziak. Yeah. Like, what do they call it? The tough guy line? I or? don't know. Like, the like yeah, something like that. The tempo line. or I mean, that's cool, right? you got to think in the Western Conference. Like, how many NHL teams can put out a line that can deal with, like, Lucic and Cassian on the same shift? Yeah, but that's if they have the puck. Yeah, but I think, with, I think what Hitchcock is going to tell them is just dump it in and fucking forecheck. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the best fourth lines in the NHL for a while... Well, a couple of years. It was a couple of years ago. Matt Martin, Casey Sezikis, and Cal Clutterbuck. Those guys were buzzing. And I think the thing that kind of separated them, because they could all bang, but they could skate too. So I don't... I, if I'm on the ice and those Matt guys Mar- are on the ice... I mean, like, Matt fuck. Martin doesn't fly around No, 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 no. But Cal Clutterbuck and Casey Sezikis can skate a little bit. That's right. Casey Sezikis killed the guy. He killed the guy. 
<laughs> like that? No, I mean, I see what you're saying there, but I think that line, they might be a little slow, but I think they could hold their own. Yeah, they just got to get the puck. If you're playing defense, though, and they dump the puck in, and you look over your shoulder, it's those three. I don't know much about Brodziak, but if it's Cassian or Lucic, I'm shaking my... Oh, sorry, pooping my pants. That was good, Do You caught yourself. Yeah. We're a poop podcast. Yeah. Heavy poops. Good on that one? <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike Hoffman's scoring streak goes to 17 games. The Panthers are 8-7-2 and two in those 17 games. I mean, that's pretty absurd to have a point in 17 straight games. I guess. I mean, it's Mike Hoffman. What do you mean guess, dude? That's, that's, it's impressive. I think him and the wife needed a new change of scenery. Him and the wife, dude? Or the girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. Did he stay with her? Did that end up happening? I didn't hear that they broke up. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Mike Hoffman, he's probably really pumped, dude. Like, And I, I think he probably thinks people are like, oh, man, like Ottawa misses me. But I feel like no one really misses him at the same time. Oh, okay. Maybe. Does that mean was that mean to say? I just feel like like Mike Hoffman's scoring all these goals, but uh he's just Mike Hoffman. Like, yeah, I kinda He has that, that like tainted reputation on him now. I'm sure players honestly don't care. And if like he was on my team who's scoring seventeen goals, he wouldn't I wouldn't care. So maybe I take it back. I, I mean it's impressive, dude, but like are you a Mike Hoffman guy? Like do you think he's an elite goal scorer? Like do you think he's gonna put up eighty this year? No points. No. Uh it's a lot of points. I always thought he was kind of a natural shooter. Like, he can rip. He's always had that shot from the point. Right. Um, or from the uh, from the sidewall, sort of. Uh, <coughs> 80 points is a lot of points. Maybe. I have no idea. The Panthers are always an enigma, man. True. But, here we go. So, I'm looking it up. This is real time. He's got, I mean, he's had a couple good years. He's hit 61, 56. He's had 29 goals. He'll probably hit 30 goals, but I mean... He'll definitely hit 30 goals. I don't know. Minus four. You're right. Floor, he's 29, too. I always think Mike Hoffman's like 25 years old. He's getting older, dude. He's growing up. Wiser. Yeah, what's next? Um, the New York Rangers finally beat the New York Islanders. First time since October 13th, 2016. They put a shellacking on the JV squad. Uh, 5 nothing. Cody McLeod broke his hand in the fight. Boys are buzzing. Up until today, Heedle had, had goals in five straight games, which is nice. Game off the schneid. Uh, Rangers lost to the Flyers today. Shout out to Elias Anderson, who uh, he missed a breakaway, and he tried breaking the stick over his leg, and he got hurt a little bit. That was kind of sick. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, what do you have on the Rangers finally beating the Islanders? That's kind of crazy, because I always feel like the Rangers are definitely a superior New York team, but the fact that they haven't beat them in two years is kind of alarming. Yeah, I, I had no idea that this happened, if I'm being honest with you. I didn't know the Rangers were on the schneid. Um, Against the Islanders. Who's ahead in the standings right now? I think we're tied. We were up, but we lost today. I mean, I don't know. Who's the better team in New York City? It's hard to tell. Always the Rangers, man. I sh- They've won one playoff series since Tavares was there. And one playoff series, I think, since I've been alive. Right, but you still have the same amount of cups since you've been alive. Well, they have one. You guys have one. We have one. I don't know if they have any. No, they don't, but I mean... Nine, that was in what ninety four. I just don't think I don't think the Rangers. I don't think Rangers fans have enough like street cred to be like repping like we won all these games. We were super successful. Like you had zero cups during that run stuff. Yeah, but we also made the playoffs pretty much every year. But you have zero cups, get, dude. So that. it's like it's oh, right yeah, back. But do you really think that, that? Like, come on, man. They've won one playoff series. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sitting here. So and if you're asking me who the most successful team has been, it's definitely the Rangers. They've made it farther every year. No, what I have issue with is you saying that they've been the better team every year. I disagree with that. Every year since I've been alive. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. No, dude. You come on. The Bobby Holik 
fucking Ranger teams. Give me a break. I don't think the Islanders are that good because they haven't won a playoff series. Ah, uh, Sean Bates. Do you ever hear of him doing Jason penalty Blake, kill, dude? dude? People, people. If you want to get someone fired up from Nassau County, you just gotta talk about when Sean Bates scored in the shootout or penalty shot. Penalty shot won the game. What you don't even Sean know. Sean Bates. Ah, oh, dude, you're a joke. Sean Bates, one of the best PKers of all time. Shorthand goals. Jason Blake. No, dude, Jason Blake. That's Sean Avery's friend, dude. That's it's wrong not Sean guy. Avery's friend, dude. I know Jason Blake. Yeah, I know who Jason Blake is. 55. Sean Come on. Bates. No, I don't know. It's sad. I, I cannot believe you're making this argument that the Islanders have been a better team than the Rangers. Why? Because they've won one playoff series in the last 28 years. Well, that may be not be that may not be right, but for a while. They won one playoff series with the Bears. I think you're blinded by the light, dude. I think you're blinded by the light, dude. Yeah, <laughs> alright, what's next? What's next, dude? Go uh, Isles. Vinny, Vinny Trocheck, dude. Did you see did you see that hit? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, what's going on? This is like the third play this year that's kind of been like that. It was Eric Halla, Trocheck, and then I forget who the other guy was. Same thing happened over on the boards. These guys are just falling and just mangling their, their knees. The Adam Quaid special. Like what's going on, do you think? Just freak injuries that are just happening all the time? No, I don't know, right? It's games faster, so I guess stuff like that <laughs> happens. It seems like Seems like something that happens a ton is a guy gets like tangled up and then flies into the boards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I I don't know if it's I don't know I don't think you can blame really anything, but I mean like do you have a do you have a big take on this? Well, like, did did you see it? Because that was pretty gross. Yeah, but at the same time, like with hockey injuries, at the end of the day, like yeah, you can't you can't, you can't see, see the bones and stuff, yeah. so it's they never Alex really Smith. get me. No, it's not like when it's like football or basketball, you can like see everything. It's like carnage. <laughs> like you just see like the leg bend weird, and you can get over it pretty quick. All right, man. So you don't care. <laughs> All don't. right, uh, we are now going to move on to our Twitter questions. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. All right, guys. So every week we do this podcast. You can tweet at us or send us a DM on Instagram. I don't know. We also put up Instagram stories of like sending in your questions. So, Filth A wants to know all time NHLers you'd want with you during a bar fight. Pick three. What? Yeah, all all time NHLers you'd want with you in a bar fight. You have to pick three of them. I don't know. I mean, Bob, oh Bob Probert for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Roman Polak with yeah. his hard part. Probably have some type of uh, chain on. I would imagine he has, like, an Ed Hardy, like, watch or, like, belt or something like that. So I'm going Roman Polak, one. I'm putting Char in that group. They say when bar fights break out, it's it's the worst to be the tallest guy because people just swing at the tallest guy. So to not get hit in the face and have somebody try to hit Char in the face, Char would just fucking, oh, sorry, would just, like, beat them limb by limb. You think, though? But here's the thing. I feel like Charo would try to stop the fight first and, like, make everyone shake hands. Ah, do you really, man? I've seen a lot of times where people kind of give somebody a slash and he comes over and if they even give anything to him, Charo's like, okay, let's go. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, Charo Char would be a good pick. Um, I'm trying to think. Bar fight, if I have a crew. You know Brad Marchand would br- break out the beer bottle. I want, yeah, dude, I want a group of guys that I think everyone's, like, fist pumping and they're really in, in your face. So, I think if I have Roman Polak one, I'm going to go Zach Ronaldo two. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's probably just a bulldog in there. I, I know he played in the AHL and Adirondack. You've got to think he got in a couple fights in Glens Falls. Yeah. Like, no chance he didn't. He just has that. He's all, his hair is always kind of greasy and wet. Like, you never know what he's been up to. He always kind of has a look of suspicion, so. You know uh, you know the movie The Replacements? Yeah. Keanu Reeves, you know they get in that fight. You know the kicker says he's wiry? Yeah. I would want a wiry guy, so yeah. I'm taking Vinny Prospel with me. Yeah. I feel like that he'd be a guy that would 
Just a wild card. Do you really do you really think that Vinny Prospel's a wild card though, or do you think he's just out of there? No, I think he would. I think Vinny Prospel's the guy who like could kind of get involved and back away, and then afterwards be like, "Yo, did you see what I did?" Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, ju- I just think I just think that Vinny Prospel will get suckered in the face at some point. He's not winning the <laughs> war, right? Do you at least admit that that he might get someone, but. I think he ends up on the ground. Yeah, I mean, honorable mention maybe Ilya Berzgalov. I think that he'd be kind of fun seeing throwing hands, talking universe. That'd be good. Uh my last one. I just want to pick someone stupid. Who would be like Roman Czechmonic? No, not Roman Czechmonic. I mean, Marty Turco would be cool. Todd Bertuzzi would be epic. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking going down those teams. I think a guy that I kind of fits that same wet hair persona would be Riley Cote. Yep. Definitely wearing a trench coat. Bring the weed. Yeah. I <laughs> just just hammering. I feel like that's the type of guy that when you want to have a bar fight at the end of the day is the ultimate warrior. I like that. I like that. Good question. Uh moving on. Uh will Stan Bowman have a job next season from Smilius one fifty? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. That's my bet. I say probably not. Eventually you have to switch it up. I I mean what do you like what do you what do you do to deserve to be re-signed when you, like, I'll, who did they sign in the offseason? Why am I blanking so hard? Who did they sign? They got Saad back. Well, I mean, you can obviously look at the Saad Panarin trade. That's a joke. I feel like they signed, like, Brandon Manning or somebody like that. Yeah, some Nick Nick Manning? No, nah, that's a porn star. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, Stan Bowman, Mike, I'm going to say no, and I'm sorry <laughs> that I didn't give any reason why. I think he will. I think it's too soon. What do you mean it's too soon? Too soon for what? They're not going to fire him. For him, him to clean year. up his own mess? They're not going to fire him. But he's year. been around forever. GMs go stale. Coach Q's been around forever. They not anymore. He's not. <coughs> that's what I'm saying. Right? I think he'll be there. I feel like if the Chicago Blackhawks, like, at the end of the day, people can forget all they want. But when the Blackhawks were bad in the 90s, like, no, it was bad. And it was empty. And I think the Chicago owners have to be like, we can't be losing. Like, we need to switch this up. So I think they hit the panic button and say, see you later. All right. Uh, S-Touch21 wants to know, what was the most savage, funniest Sally this week? I don't know. Ryan Callahan <laughs> just fucking stopped and took Frickin'. took a... F- Ryan Callahan freaking <laughs> teed one up and then did a little fist pump. That was pretty classic. I don't know. I'm going to go. It's not even on a goal. It's the Ovechkin shot that Carey Price got, and then Ovechkin came over and gave him dabs. Everyone knows the right answer, though, at the end of the day is the Carolina Hurricanes out of the game. <sighs> Shout out to you for creating crazy hockey Canes fan 2018 tweeting at me all the time telling me I was sucking stuff. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, dude, that wasn't me, dude. That's uh, Robbie from North Carolina. I don't think so. Uh, what? Uh, CJ Gray, 14, wants to know worst type of beer league player. Do you have an answer for that? Or yeah, no? I'm sitting next to him, dude. Kind of <laughs> Why? What's so bad about me, man? I mean, there's nothing like. It's like 11 o'clock at night and Keg gives you a call. It's like a Wednesday, you're in bed. Usually I just don't pick up. But when I do pick up, I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, just scored Fortnite, dude. <laughs> Feeling good. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, Damn. I'm kidding, dude. You're just, what would you classify yourself in beer league as? Superstar. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So I wouldn't say he. he's probably not the worst. The worst type of beer league player. I'm not- pretty bad. Yeah, thank you for acknowledging that. That's yeah. what I was getting at. But I would say worst type of beer league player is like, and we were all one at one point, is like the high school college kid who's still in shape. Yeah, 
That's a good one. Just buzzing around. Because it's hate... not the same game. Like, beer league, beer league slows down when you get older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't, and they don't realize it. Yeah. I would say that's a good one. Or, like, guys that take slap shots head high, I hate that. But the, the 35-year-old super warrior going in to take a face-off is always somebody I don't really particularly care for. They're not the best. Because they're going to try to break your stuff. Well, I mean, I think I've said this on this podcast before, but the fake slap shot to get around you moves is the most gutless move in all of hockey. It is, because like you, you don't want to get hit. I'm not going to block your shot, dude. Yeah. So if you wind up, I'm going to get out of the way. But like, it's not like you beat me. You just tricked me. Yeah, It's rude. Um, did you see how many beer league blogs I put out this week? No. I was firing them off. Everybody loves talking beer league, so... Barely, we love barely. Barely. Uh, next one, final one. Jay Chen wants to know: Is it finally time to acknowledge that Brady Brady Shea is not good? Uh, Brady Shea got scratched by David Quinn for a couple games. I want to say that he's not good. I think he kind of lost his mojo. He hasn't played well, but other than Pionk and D'Angelo and Freddie Clayson, I don't really think any of the Rangers defensemen have played particularly well. Uh, but, yeah, he hasn't been good this year. I think he is a good player, but this year he's been awful. It looks like he's lost, like, three steps. It hasn't been hasn't been a good year so far for Brady Shea signed that contract. So, I don't know. I, I wouldn't give up on him now uh, unless the Maple Leafs wanted him for Nylander, then I'd give up on him. You would just give up on him right away for that? For Nylander, yeah. Do you think if he went to Toronto, he'd play better? I don't know. I don't, Do you think they gave him the too much responsibility? Do you think that got to him when that broke his it mojo could be, down? But they didn't give him an A or anything yet. I I don't know if it's a responsibility factor. I, I honestly don't know what it is. He's just lost all the confidence. The, I don't think Toronto would want Brady Shea, though, because they want somebody. We talked to Mr. Whiteside today. He, he, tell, <laughs> he was telling us they need somebody that can eat up minutes, and I don't think Brady Shea's on that level. They can put him out right. for 25 minutes. Right, really, Brady Shea's just kind of like what they have already. Yeah. Maybe a little yeah, bit. But may, yeah, well, maybe they just need more of that. But I mean, if I, But if you're trading Nylander, I feel like you, you want something better than that. Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, he's a young defense. I I think that's a fair trade. <coughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. I just I don't think Tron would. All right, good talk to you. All right, now we are going to move on to our Patty B Hotline. Hey, this is the Patty B Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, here we go. First question, Patty B. Let's go. Hey, Morning Skate, Patty B here. All right, I'm going to make it quick and simple. What do you guys think about the Buffalo Sabres? And, Ked, you're getting your dream right now to see the Devils are currently sucking. All right, later, guys. Bye. Out of way, Patty B. Um, I think I called this from the beginning of the year, didn't I? When I was telling you how Carter Hutton would be a good goalie, how, how the boys would be buzzing if they made the playoffs, I wouldn't be shocked. So, Patty B., if you go back to the first episode where we break down the divisions and stuff, I'm pretty sure I was pro Sabres. Yeah, I mean... The Sabres have had a really good season. I just think... Jeff Skinner has 17 goals. Right, and I, they made some really good moves. I talked, like, their GM has pretty much reshaped them pretty quickly. All those trades, Ryan O'Reilly trade was great. They got a haul. And the best part about that trade is they didn't just get prospects. They went out and got, like, third and fourth line guys. Tage Thompson looks good, too. Their D, I mean, you have Ristolainen, who struggles sometimes, but I think he's still a great player. And then Dolan, too. So I, they have good pieces. I don't think... I don't know. I think it's going to be hard for them to sustain this. Like, just no. Maybe it's just because I think it's the Sabers, and it's the same thing every year. But I, I, looking at their decor, and then I still think Carter Hutton. Like, I don't think he's going to win you any playoff games. I, maybe they get in, but I don't see them. Are they going to beat the Maple Leafs? Are they going to beat the Bruins? Are they going to beat the Lightning? Like, I don't think they could beat any of those teams in the playoffs. It comes down to our boy. It comes down to Carter Hutton. Um, 
As we're doing this, Mark Edward Vlasic's dropping the Mets. I don't think he ever really does that, does he? With Roussel. Roussel. Yeah. Vander Kane's trying to get in there. He's pulling on his hair. Live <laughs> right. update. Um, so, yeah, Patty B, kudos to me. Next one. Hey, guys, this is Beth. Uh, this one's more for Ted, I guess. Given you guys are probably beating Tom Wilson to death with this reduced suspension, would you rather have Tom Wilson or a Derek Stepan on your roster? I don't think I need to elaborate what I mean by that. Thanks. Have a good one. Anyway, Seth, Seth wants to know if you rather have Derek Stepan or Tom Wilson on your roster. Just like one for one straight up? Yeah, I guess so. It's a tough question. Stepan's a center. I don't know. I'd rather have Tom Wilson. Plays with an edge. At least he's fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on your team situation. Like, if you're a team that's kind of weak down the middle, then I think you can live with Derek Stepan being your number two center. Like, And those are hard to come by, and he puts up points, even though he does it in a really lame way. Maybe, like, if he's, like, your fifth best forward, that's not a terrible situation to be in, or your fourth best. I, The one thing... With that, though, is like guys like Tom Wilson are super rare and obviously has a crappy reputation. He does some really stupid stuff, but you'd love him if he was on your team. I don't know. You're going to hate this, but I think I would go a step on. I don't know. Seth, I think you have bigger bigger things to worry about watching Kane Keller not even back check last night or tonight. That was bad on that power play. Didn't even move. I'd, I'd start worrying about the young guys buying into your system. Um, last one, Patty B, number two. Hey, morning, Steve. Patty B here. All right, so. All right, I was going to. All right, I had a good question here. All right, all right here it is. Let's go. So, what do you guys think about the ads that are outside of the trapezoid right behind the goal line? I'm going to stop you right there. All right, so what do you think about the ads that are outside of the trapezoid behind the goal line? What do we think of that? Uh, he also thinks that they should get rid of the trapezoid, and if we agree. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never put thought. I've never put thoughts on the trapezoid uh, sponsorships. That's a good question. I never even noticed. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that kind of answers it on our behalf. But the trapezoid behind, like, I'm watching the game right now. There's nothing there. I don't. I mean, the trapezoid rule, like, what do you have on it? Like, I, it doesn't really bother me that much. It's kind of weird to think about. It'd be cool if goalies could play it wherever, I guess, because it would keep the flow going. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of nice because if you get a good dump in and the goalie can't get it. Then you know, then you know you can just hammer the D. Like it takes away that yeah. whole play. Yeah. So I'm actually, I I think I'm a fan of the trapezoid. As a Rangers fan, I'm, oh there is one Allstate. Um, as a Rangers fan, I'm, I like the trapezoid because it keeps Henrik Lundqvist in his net. A guy can't handle the puck, and I hate when he tries to pretend like he can. But like if you had a Mike Smith or a Ben Bishop or guys that can really move the puck, it changes the game. Yeah, I mean like if, yeah. I agree on that. And then with the ad, too, I was just thinking, like, as long as they don't put ads, like, all over jerseys or something, it's not really like it's Europe. So I don't. I think we're a long way from that. Maybe someday they'll do it. But I don't know. Those are those are good questions, though, Patty B and Seth. If you guys want a question, 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Uh, moving on, we're now going to move on to our least Stepniak, Heroes and Zeros. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, has been around the block to make a difference. Tonight's focus is on that guy. Number 21, Lee Stepniak. All right, heroes and zeros time. You want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. <clears throat> My zero of the week, Mark Stahl is the only New York Ranger that hasn't been scratched yet this year. Uh, I, that's all I wanted to say. I'm not happy about it. That sounds tough, dude. I mean. 
I just don't get it. Like, do you understand, like, what I'm talking about there? Like, I understand they pay him a lot of money, but he's not good, and I don't understand how you keep putting him out there. He must be, like, some incredible leader in the locker room that I just don't know about, which questions the integrity of my team. But I just, I don't know. Yeah, the one the one thing that I really don't get about it, too, is it seems like Quinn's not afraid to bench anybody. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's the one guy that, for some reason, just gets to always stay I don't get up. it. I don't. I'll never will. What, what's your zero of the week? Ah, uh, that's a tough one, dude. Uh, zero, zero of the week, dude. I don't really have a zero of the week. It's been a pretty good week. Okay. You know, I'm home. Everything's been nice. Had a couple drinks. I I would say my zero of the week's gonna be Monday. This is one of the worst oh. Mondays of the year coming up. So yeah, I probably gonna be. I mean, I'm just thinking about going. You go to work, you sit down, you open your email, and you're just like, oh my god, I'm back in it. So yeah. Monday's my zero of the week. Um, hero of the week, it's gonna be me. Oof. I'm playing hockey for like the first time in two years. Tomorrow, I'm pretty nervous. Probably gonna pull something. Let's go. It's gonna be tough. I just, I'm just thinking about soft dumps and. <laughs> Hopefully a lot of D-to-D passes. That's my goal tomorrow. Yeah, I'm hoping they're not particularly buzzing out there. I kind of just want to go have a good time. That's a good, uh, good hero. I'm glad to have you back on the skates. My hero of the week goes to Brian Burke uh, saying the Carolina Hurricane celebration is peewee garbage. About time somebody stuck up and stood up and said it. I, th- I feel like some people just go with the flow like because if they say this, they know they're going to get criticized. Now we have other like ex-NHLers saying, oh, it's fun. It's not fun. People who think this is fun play Quidditch in college. Like... I'm over this celebration. You guys already know this, but that's all I have for it. Honorable mention, Ryan Strom dropped the midstay of Travis Konechny. Uh, if, he, if he was playing for the New York Yankees, you could say that he earned his pinstripes today. I think that's pretty big. Uh, not a guy who's known for fighting, and yeah, he's bigger than Konechny, but still I thought that was pretty cool that he, that he stood up for himself and officially New York Ranger. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. You love brothers. Anyone who has another brother in the NHL, you're a big fan of them. The Rangers just love collecting them all. Yep, I mean, we talked about that. You texted me the other day, like another brother. We got Strom, Stahl, we had Marcel Hosa, Marion Hosa's little brother, Feder, Fedorov, Sergey Fedorov's little brother. We just love collecting them, dude. Hell yeah. It's bad news. All right, now we're going to move on to our last segment, Three Stars of the Week. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars time. Uh, we're going to do our top three things about Thanksgiving break. Uh, my third star of the week, leaving work early on a Wednesday is huge for me. It's nice. It's a nice luxury to have. Right? Like, we were there for a bit. I knew I didn't have to be there for that long. And just the fact that, like, you can kind of go home and mentally prepare for, you know, what's about to happen, that's big for me. I'm happy for you. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh... Third stars. I mean, taking naps. I took a ton of naps this week. Yeah. Um, pretty much all Thursday I napped. It was awesome. The more naps, the better. Plus, there's nothing better. Like, if you don't live going home and taking naps on the old couch, Yeah. it's the way to go. I took three naps yesterday. Yeah, I took a lot of naps, for sure. That's, that's, uh, it was basically food, talk to people for a little bit, take a nap, cycle. I like that. Uh, number, my second star is the night before Thanksgiving, inevitably going out embarrassing myself. That happens every single year. I don't know what it is. Like maybe I need to kind of booze a little bit the week before and kind of like get myself up to what's gonna about to happen to me. But when you get uh, DJ Zumi here, that's kind of when when things go off the rail. And uh, I mean, it's every year, so yeah, it's tough, dude. It's never easy. DJ Zumi definitely brings the beats. Yeah. I I completely agree on that. I would say 
number two thing about Thanksgiving break. You know what? It's a good time for hockey. I feel like right about now, like even though it seems like all the races are so close and there's so much season to play, it feels like everything's starting to heat up and it, and they got like those graphics about like playoff spots already flying. So to me, it feels like hockey. It's fi- finally like hockey season. Snow on the ground. Yeah. It's cold out. You have hockey pretty much every day except for Thanksgiving. Right, which is dumb in itself. I, I mean, I I respect that that the players, the NHL players, like we're like we don't want to play on Thanksgiving, but kind of stinks at the same time that there's nothing to flip on. I feel like Thanksgiving should just be an original six night. Yeah, I know, but that would, that, wouldn't that get kind of... Would you be pumped to play as a player, or would you be annoyed at that? I mean, if you look at the NFL, it's the Lions and the Cowboys every year, right? Yeah, but do you think those players are pumped, or like, oh, God, it's Thanksgiving week? I feel like they're probably pumped about it. Yeah. I think, I think there's, like, some sort of, like... There's, uh, like, history behind that, yeah. though. It's hard at first. I don't know. I don't know either. That's, that's a good one. My number one star would be playing hockey with the boys at some point. This happens every year, whether it's a Friday night skate in Saratoga, or... Uh, league game, the boys come home, you haven't seen them in a while. It's nice to, to put on the pads. I was kind of rattled that uh, our buddy Charlie didn't put together a Black Friday skate, but that's more of a uh, Christmas Eve skate, New Year's Eve skate, so that's always kind of fun. So that would be my number one star. That's a good one. Uh, my number one stars. is I've taken a lot of poops. Um, feel like this weekend would be a top five weekend for pooping out there. I think everyone probably feels the same. You know, you're wiping a little bit more, everything. It's just tough. Yeah. It is. It, it takes a lot out of you. <sighs> and, the wor- and the worst part, too, is you know it's going to carry on through, like, at least Wednesday and next week. So. <laughs> yeah. It'll be tough for sure, but at the same time, you got to embrace it. Yeah, just buckle up on that ride, I guess. That's uh, right. If you guys get a chance, check out our, check out our apparel. Uh, if you use promo code TMS Holiday, you save uh, money. Free shipping. Uh, we got $25 hoodies out there right now that are pretty nice, so. Check those out. Also, we have a guest coming on soon. I'm not going to say her name yet, but she's a Sports Center legend, so that'll be pretty cool when she comes on. Uh, do you have anything else for the people at home? That's it. I'm going to stop swearing. All right. All right, guys. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. We'll, t- we'll talk to you guys next week. like a shot thought that i could chase you with a cold evening let a couple years water down how i'm feeling about you and every time we talk every single word builds up to this moment and i gotta convince myself i don't want it even though i do you could break my heart in two but when it heals it beats for you i know it's forward but it's true I'd go back to you.